What's up, guys? You're listening to the Breeze podcast, where your word of mouth is our oxygen. I'm here with my boy, John McCollum. Was good. Was good. Was good. Um, we uh, uh, I'm trying not to smile because we are working on a couple of different things. One of them are the fact that I'm just speaking BS right now because I can't think of anything to say, John. So why don't you? <laughs> Yeah, how about how about we how about we run the intro and uh, let's start with that. Yeah. How about <laughs> Breeze. 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 <laughs> okay, bro. What's up? What's been going on in uh, in Calgary? Bro, um, not much, man. I can't I can't really say much. Like right now. Uh, it's fall, so like, yeah. I'm just trying to enjoy that. Try to trying to cause nice. right now it's kind of sunny before it goes into the winter. Because when it goes yeah. into the winter, it's gonna be super rough, as you know. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just trying to enjoy enjoy the weather. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Always trying to always writing songs, just trying to learn some new stuff. Nice, nice. Brushing up on on my Python again before your okay. work starts. And nice. Yeah, do you have bro. to do that stuff in your work as an AI yeah. consultant? Yeah, so sometimes I'll, I may have to help out the data science team. So basically, like, I, I think I explained last time, I'll explain again. Yeah. So my job basically is, like, I liaise between the technical team and the client, which could be anyone, which could mm. be whoever, whoever we're working for at the time. Yeah. And, like, so basically I'm, like, the business analyst. I'm, I'm, I'm the person that goes in and, mm-hmm. and communicates with the C-suite, their, their clients go mm-hmm. back and talk between like the data scientists and stuff like that so mm-hmm. i have to know how to talk data science talk but i also have to yeah. know the business side which is cool yeah. so sometimes i have to like hop in and and do that ad hoc analysis and actually do it so yeah i i can do it i'm just brushing up and making sure like i'm as fluent in there as nice. i can be you know what i mean yeah um, yeah makes sense yeah bro like not not much not much else like the weeks the weeks have been going pretty fast you know what i mean so mm-hmm. What date does your work start? The nineteenth. I start in like in two, nice. three weeks. Okay. Yeah. So how so that, how do you feel about that? We're almost ready. I'm 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 I feel good. <laughs> nice, nice. I feel I just want to get into like doing stuff, you know what I mean? Like yeah. getting back into like mm-hmm. corporate world a bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, have some certainty and some stuff. So like yeah. I mean is I'm excited to get to get cracking. Mm-hmm. Nice, oh, nice. How's how's um how's your exam last week? True. That was Monday, yeah. Last Monday, um, uh, when you're listening to this. It was good. I uh but I feels kind of unfair to say like, oh, this was good, blah blah blah. Cause it was like, <laughs> you know, you had four options and it was twenty questions. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, sure. You had to know your stuff by snow. What do you mean? What do you mean? Four options and twenty questions? Like yeah, four you know, questions or the twenty four boxes. So like, you know, statements or like graphs and whatever. And like and then it's uh it's a question like as an example, if the supply of, uh, if we have a drought in uh, Barbados and the supply of sugar gets uh, cut in half, uh, how would that uh, show on the freaking uh, gotcha. uh, demand supply graph? And then there's four different graphs. This is microecon, right? Yeah, exactly. 
So yeah. in in that way, it was it was easy. Um, I think I got sixteen out of twenty, so I'm happy with that. Because Would you say it was better than last time? Yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. But I do think it's it's so weird because like in terms of like difficulty levels, the maths exam was a, a solid solid ninety eight. Where, <laughs> like in terms of like your first university yeah, exam yeah, yeah. as well, which this was for a lot of us. Whereas the microeconomics exam was probably in the like eighties, I would say in terms of difficulty. Um, just because you didn't have to come up and write your own answers, um, but uh, it's uh, yeah. So so that was nice, and I so now my only my sole objective now is like you know I'm 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 chasing my my tail kind of. I need to catch up on the data analytics course. So um, what do you what are you learning in that right now? So right now it's like stochastic variables, mm -hmm. treating, I, I guess like, you know, looking at large data sets. And that's also why we're using our, our studio, which I messaged you about earlier because <laughs> I was close to throwing my computer out the window because it didn't work. Um, so, and it's, it's so basic, John, like you would laugh me hard in the face if you, <laughs> if you saw what I had to do, but for someone who's never, ever done something like that, yeah. it's not too easy, you know? Absolutely. Um, no, I'd say but, though, I'd say quick time, um, like, especially when it comes to like analytics and like doing the coding and stuff like that, 98% of the time, you're probably going to feel like throwing your laptop into like the ground, 98% of the time, <laughs> And that two percent when you when you get it, you know what I mean? It's like ah, yeah. got it. Because like most of the time it's just like a small like mistake. Like you probably like yeah put like a comma at the end when there's no comma or like some like some crazy thing, and then you like try to debug uh -huh. it and it's like what's happening here? Yeah. But then you get you you, you actually get done and you figure out the analysis and it's like okay, yeah. like that two yeah. percent feels less. Like it yeah. makes up for like ninety eight percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but so, um, I, I was actually thinking like in, in, I was thinking about what I've learned this far that that's like, you know, I guess applicable or something that's worthy talking about in the, in the podcast, you know, mm -hmm. and like something that we could lay out in layman's terms to our yeah. listeners to provide some value. And, uh, <laughs> I luckily we have this uh, global challenges course. So in that course, we just recently started talking about corporate governance and corporate responsibility versus corporate shared value. And mm -hmm. that's the first thing. What is it? Five, six weeks now within in this school where I feel like there's something of actual value that, that, that I'll bear with me long-term, all right? So what I mean by that, it, oh, first of all, John, what do we have on, on corporate social responsibility and corporate shared value? What do you mean, what do we have? Like, what do you know brief? about it? I mean, I don't know much about it. I did like one, one like class in it, like yeah. one session. Yeah. And it was like an ad hoc session. It wasn't really like, you know, okay. it wasn't part of the curriculum, but mm -hmm. um, basically like the values that the company have in terms of like the wider 
outside mm -hmm. of outside of just profits, outside of like the basic what business means, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. what what values or what guidelines do you have as a company that mm -hmm. basically um, is bigger than yourself? It's for mm -hmm. the community around you, it's for society on a whole. Mm -hmm. I'd say. Yeah. So let me elaborate a little more on that. Milton Friedman was a popular uh, professor and. Uh, I don't know, guy within capitalism, I would say he shaped the whole, uh, you know, maximize profits type of thing. And he was arguing that a firm's sole objective is, is to maximize profit and don't do mm -hmm. anything else, right? Because if you, let's say if you as a firm uh, chooses to go environmentally friendly instead of just maximizing profits, which might not be good for the environment, obviously this is way simplified, then you're essentially taking money out of the owner's pockets, right? right. Uh, and uh, so with, with, so we got to study a few different articles, um, uh, Harvard Business Review, Milton Friedman, something that he wrote in the 1970s, and uh, so as another uh, really interesting article. So the only thing like our listeners have to know it's the difference between CSR, corporate social responsibility, and CSV, corporate shared value, in my world, in my world. And they, I don't no. know if this is controversial or not. CSR, CSR, corporate social responsibility is where a corporation would seem to be environmentally responsible and like, okay, we're going to go carbon neutral. We are you know, okay. choosing this green um, type of thing or donating money towards charities. Okay, corporate shared value is where you build into a business model, building value for the company as well as, uh, you know, the society. So as an example, uh, kind of a bad example maybe because but Tesla, you know, mm -hmm. electrifying the whole vehicles industry and you know pushing that in a in a in a in a, in a good way do you get what i mean so to me yeah. to put this down simple like easily is that if you create corporate shared value which is something that has you know corporate value like i.e I, I, is good business and a good business model not only profitable for the company but also beneficial for society i think that that's the i think that's the that's like that's it bro like so so it. so like for our listeners like an example of that would be i don't know if you ever heard about tentry mm -hmm. no you ever tentry so tentry is like, like a clothing company so every their model is every every article they sell. So if they sell a shirt, they'll plant mm -hmm. entries. If they plant if they sell a pair of shoes, they'll plant entries. And then they have like a like an overall goal in terms mm -hmm. of like a billion trees by X amount of time. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like compared to like um, I would say the airline was... industry, which is yeah. like they say they're net zero, their their goal would be to be net zero, but like their their mm -hmm. main business is obviously doesn't care about the environment. But they plant like a thousand trees and they're like, okay, we're net zero, but it's not really net zero, but more to like save their face. Okay. Um, so what, what I would say here, I would say both of those things are in the corporate 
social responsibility sector CSR because like you know if kind of what I mean is like you know creating corporate shared value is as ex as an example for the for the shoe company it, it'd be like okay we've developed these shoes where you can own and use them for 25 years do you get what I mean not that that's possible but but that would be in more in line with what what I'm trying to say. or in the in the airlines industry it would be Airbus coming out and saying like we have a hydrogen driven jet engine now so you can fly as much as you want with no emissions you do you get what I mean because that that would have tremendous value hopefully because it would drive costs down and be profitable but it would also be good for the environment and etc. Does it make okay. sense? So what would be example of CSV other than Tesla? Okay, so another example of corporate shared value, I would say would be now, so as an example, um, I would say a lot of like renewable energy companies, as an example, I would say, uh, I would say, I would say like, you know, kind of like uh, electricity driven fast train between uh, major cities, as an example, um, developing that. So let's say I heard talks that they're developing a new high speed maglev train between, uh, uh, what is it? I don't know, Washington and New York or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So what that would do is first of all, it's it, it would make hopefully make more people take the train as opposed to fly, which gives less emissions. Um, because the train is so fast, it will be able to deal with more capacity, which hopefully makes it more profitable. Okay. Do you get do you yeah. get what I mean? So yeah, I I, so it's less about offsetting and more about your actual business model being good for the future long term. I got you. I mean, like, I'd say offset, like, yeah, so a lot of these other companies do a lot of offsetting, but like, mm-hmm. when it's, where it's like built into your business model from day one, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd, I'd see that more CSV. So I'm just like pulling up mm-hmm. like a bunch of different companies that, yeah. that have that model. Yeah. But I'd say, like, do you think it's possible? like your research that you've done do you think it's possible for a company that traditionally wouldn't be classified categorized under csv mm-hmm. to pivot and, and alter their business model have you seen like examples of companies like in your research have done that? um i haven't gotten that far but what i would say is the reason why this caught my attention specifically is because in terms of long-term investing and i think where you'll see like a lot of money to be made will be in CSV companies. Do you get what I mean? So companies that are like, imagine, imagine, uh, you know, the next uh, tech companies that are like, that solves pollution and climate change and whatever, but are also like really good for society and extremely profitable, you know? Yeah, 100%. Like right now I'm looking into just before I, I get back into my portfolio bag. Yeah. Um, looking at ETFs, so like ESG ETFs, so like 
a lot of those socially responsible companies that have ETFs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I've been looking at a lot of those. So even speaking to my boy, shout out to DJ. Um, mm-hmm. But to your point, long-term investment and, and yeah. not doing short-term, short, yeah. like, small returns, yeah. but like looking into those ESGs, yeah. ETFs, I think that's that's something yeah. to look at for those yeah. people that are about to get into yeah. investing. Yeah. yeah. No, and I, I mean, to with this said, like as an example, like uh, if we take Patagonia as, as an example, you know, they say that we do not want to make revenue more than 500 million. We don't want to sell any more clothes. We do not want to sell any more clothes. Like if you want to buy our stuff, okay that's mm-hmm. nice but like we don't want you to consume more um obviously <laughs> that's like a i don't know like what a lot of people think but to me that's kind of a hilarious but a baller approach to things since they're a multi multi-million dollar company um but i think this with this said the reason why i brought this up is because consumers are getting more and more aware of like you know investing in green funds as as an example or you know as you've been doing with looking into sustainable etfs you know towards that so i do think that this is uh you know important and uh yeah that's i just think it's like it's necessary you know what i mean especially when you learn going to business school you just you learn a lot about profit you know you're trying to maximize profit yeah just cost you know what i mean that's mm-hmm. that's like the basis of business school but mm-hmm. i think it's good when they teach you you know like it's not all about money but you yeah. have to look past that so like even the course i was telling you about it was like a two-day yeah. like seminar about yeah. corporate governance you know what i mean so it was yeah. like i think it's like to your point i'm, I'm glad you have an entire class about it because yeah bro it like, runs throughout the three years of my education this yeah, global I feel challenges like, I feel like and it doesn't important. only deal with like environmental stuff it's like you know uh, across the board which is uh, super super interesting not facts like i think that's that's important for sure especially these are the, the leaders that go into these companies you know what i mean that, that run these companies yeah. so like having that sense of like having that conscience that's 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 definitely good yeah yeah no yeah, yeah. no 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 i agree 100 percent um <laughs> yo is this that, chopped up by the way <laughs> i guess so why yeah. what is my microphone like, my, i'm sorry guys i was about to ask you like is is, yeah. is the cable good yeah this mic bro um uh yeah, I'm this close into, uh, yeah, <laughs> throwing it out the window. <laughs> We're going to name yeah. episode Throw It Out the Window. <laughs> Someone's Fuck, a famous Fuck. person or something throwing something out the window or something. <laughs> yeah, sure. um, well, no, no, okay. but uh, I, uh, the last thing that I was going to say, I guess, is uh, shoved up. But in my, uh, in my McKinsey event, they mm-hmm. talked uh, 100% about sustainability and sustainability and innovation. So, I, like, so yeah. to me, if they talk about it and they're at the forefront of it, then obviously this is at the top of everyone's mind within this sector. And if it's at the top of most people's mind, then I think that's where we're going to see a lot of change, like a lot of change, obviously with climate and all that stuff. But yeah. Oh yeah, 
That's true. That's facts. Mm. I think, like I said, to that point, I think is I think is it needs to be for too long that we haven't that that hasn't been like the focus. You know what I mean? Just yeah. Profit. So yeah, it's about time. To be quite honest. John, do you know what I just realized? It's kind of nice just to talk on the podcast. <laughs> like we've obviously we've had our segments and whatever, but yeah, it's nice had, just to like directionless. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> you know. Yo, okay, question. Yeah. Have you seen the Donald Trump, uh, the Donald Trump saga? Yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, obviously we have to talk about it. Um, we have to talk about it, bro. Like. So um, to to recap, there was a debate between Biden and Trump, and last Tuesday it was a it was yeah. a shit show. And now yeah. Trump is sick in COVID and at the hospital, actually. Yeah, bro, he's at the hospital. Like apparently, you had he had to be on oxygen like twice. Yeah. So and his doc and that's and they had to give him some drug that's apparently just for like severe cases of yeah of COVID. Um, yeah. No, no, but his, his treatment, I, I, I don't dare to pull it up now exactly what he got, but essentially it's like, uh, what is it? It's, uh, uh, babe, antibodies. antibodies. He got antibodies injections, yeah, yeah. eight grams, or eight he milliliters. But then, like, that was like some, that was like some antibodies that were like experimental or something, right? And but the thing is, though, John, like so if you think about it like they've had this protocol in motion ever since every week they've probably updated it and they've also had information from all the top drug manufacturers whatever mm-hmm. whatnot like what's the best what's going on out there right now you know yeah so like whatever he's getting i think is important for the public to get to know what he's getting but also, I think it's it's extremely you know important. Like if it's if it if it is working, because the issue with this thing that he got is that uh, some people might develop allergic reactions, and the thing that he he got is it's stage three uh, clinical trials at the moment. So they need to know like what percentage gets allergic reactions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, yeah, it's not like. Okay, that was a couple of days ago, correct? Like he got that 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 antibody. Like two days ago or something. Yeah. So today, um, today, like his doctor came and like and, and like addressed like some reporters and stuff. Yeah. Apparently, his like blood oxygen level like dropped. Like you had to be on like the oxygen machine like twice. Yeah. Yeah. Like, within like within the last couple of days, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, okay, if you look at Trump, he's old, bro. He's like 74. He's old. He's more he's like, obese. He, he's the person that like the COVID, like you're, you're out. You know I mean? Yeah. Like, if you're in this, if you t- check these boxes, it's like, yeah. yo, you're out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that being said, he does have the best medical care. Like yeah, some of the best medical yeah. care, but yeah. still. So like, I, so naturally, John, like, first of all, um, some people wish he would die. I don't. I don't wish for anyone to die. Like I hope he gets better. You know, sure. it's. I think it's. Well, he, he did the, the kind of defend the white supremacists. Oh yeah. In, that, yeah, in, right. in the debate. <laughs> bro, that's a big bro. Like, and he did. He also. He also like kind of harassed Joe Biden and what his dead son. 
and his da- son who suffered drug abuse. Like, you know, it, here's it, the thing, right? Here's the thing. Like, Donald Trump had one, like, one objective going into this debate, right? It was yeah. not to talk. It was not to talk. Like, it was not to be a part of the debate. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. his one objective was to be like, okay, whenever this guy talks, I want to talk louder. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what Donald Trump does best. He just yeah. is a loud talker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think Joe Biden. I mean, they they both did a horrendous job. It was pretty bad. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, I think still, under pressure, like under that pressure, Joe but Joe Biden. I almost said Joe Biden. <laughs> Joe Biden. It was like, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see what happens in the vice president um, debate. I think that's this week. But um, yeah, it was, I would. It was it was horrible on both on both ends, bro. I would say that um, for the Trump base, I think that they got exactly like what they wanted. So we do- I don't think it matter how matters how he behaved. Um, in terms of like you know the Joe Biden base of voters, I think that they also got um, kind of what what they like. Now, I I would assume that debate is kind of for the undecided voter right and if you if you look at the undecided voter and like how much more of a human joe biden looked like defending his own son and all that stuff as an example and how much of a bully trump looked like because I wouldn't say it's the same trump as in 2016 when he went against hillary Right. Yeah. I, I would say this was just like he was just bullying. Do you get what I mean? You know, um, that's what he does. That's what he does. Right. Like, he just yeah. Yeah. No, but I think I think I think what he should have done is just like if he would have been quiet and let Biden speak, then Biden would probably have tripped over his own words or whatever. Looked senile or whatever. Sure. You get there what are like I mean? two ways they could go. Like there's two ways they would have gone. It was like he could have been silent and hold that Joe Biden like messed up over his words mm. and that would have been perfect for him or he could yeah. have been silent and joe biden would have killed him you know what yeah. i mean like yeah. so I, I guess like his team was like okay let's weigh the pros and the cons i think let's just go for it you know let's well his team it. has nothing to say like he's an uncontrollable <laughs> beast bro i but... mean like i i'll I be honest like you can't say like he he has people that he he, he does listen to you know what i mean like he's yeah. not gonna be out here like, he didn't win the election by himself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was a targeted message. He knew exactly who he was going for. Yeah. Like, right now, he seems a bit desperate because he, he seems like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to come out on the other end of this one. Yeah, but, I just I just think that Joe Biden was the more presidential one in the debate. That seemed, but what I think fair, does not fair. matter at all because I... But the I, point I'm, is, what is presidential in the last four years that you've seen, like... It, I mean, like, I, I feel like... It was the, probably the worst presidential debate I've ever seen. You know what I mean? But to your point, like the standard of presidential, yeah, is like if you're if you're betting if you're doing it against yeah. Donald Trump, mm-hmm. then he's he he would definitely be more yeah. presidential. <laughs> but I do think that 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 the Democrats put forth the uh, the right candidate though, because like you know Biden, he's pro capitalism. You know he is a freaking like doesn't like Russia, doesn't like China. Like he's essentially 
you know, the most, the widest type of person that the most people w- I feel like would go for or whatever, you know? So I think, I think that's smart. And I also saw, I don't know if it was a headline or whatever, that they pulled all like the campaign content against Trump now that he's sick, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, I think like Joe, but Joe Biden is 77 years old, bro. Yeah. Like, um, at this point, I think it's like, okay, is this like, what's the celestial of both evils? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're 77 years old. Yeah. You, like, if you're 77, bro, in normal, like, office, yeah. like, in in public sector, as a public yeah. servant, you don't, but you're not working. You know what why, I mean? Why is there not an age cap? Uh, like, well, how <laughs> the F? Is there not an age cap yeah. on the presidency? Bro, like, like, it should be like, if you're over 70 years, you cannot run for president. Do you get what I mean? Like, it's bro, insane, it should, it, you know, bro. It should be like the same as, as any other person that works in the government. You know what I mean? Because yeah. your government employee is the same way. Yeah. Like, uh, after a certain age, right, you know you're going for pension. You're not working yeah. in the government. You know what I mean? Like, shout out to Justin Trudeau. He's like 48. Yeah, he's like, he's out here, bro. He's like the chillest, yeah. like prime minister of all time. Then you yeah. look at like south of the border is like seventy-seven and seventy-four year olds like bottling it out. It's like a reality TV show. Bro. I'm not, yeah, I'm not friending. Like, it's crazy. But, and then like these are the people that push the policies for like the yeah. next generation. You mm-hmm. can't be seventy-seven years old and be out here like on like yeah. the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Like, it's not gonna happen, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I agree. It's wild. It's I agree. Wild. Yeah, yeah. It's no, a hundred percent. Seventy-seven, that, bro. Like, yeah. I was like my grandfather, bro. Like, that's crazy. Yeah, no, I know, bro. I it's so old, but I I think that um, in terms of, I do think like in the U.S. because it is a, such a capitalist system. Like, I do. I'm a hundred percent sure. Um, that there are a lot of people that essentially rule the country, but that we don't see, um, okay. yeah, you know, um, whether that be like big tech and, and the power that they have or, or other strong actors and influencers. So I think, I think, you know, I, now I don't know exactly how much the president do in terms of like, you know, getting things through or whatever, but in terms of, long-lasting power i think there are other means to that do you get what i mean you know right, in terms of affecting that. outcomes and lobbying the government into passing laws and whatnot facts that's 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 only true you know what i mean like yeah. it's a capitalist state like yeah money runs a capitalist state you know what I mean? Just well, what's the sentiment in canada in regards to what's going on in in the u.s the sentiment that's around the world bro like we're okay. trying to like i seen like so many memes on like twitter like from like yeah. canadians and they're, they're you ever seen that meme when like they saw off like the us from canada and they just push like <laughs> that's, what, that's what it looks like Hilarious. that's what's happening they're like they're no part they want no, they hate to be sharing a yeah. border with these guys bro. Yeah. but that's what it is you know yeah like it's wild yeah. I mean, just go by that. That guy is 77 years old, bro. Life yeah, expectancy. It's, it's insane. 78, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so no, like, it is crazy. Like what? 77, 78, 79, 80, 81, 82, 83, 84, 85. Like, 
what bro having a president that's 85 years old like <laughs> how, how, what trump is 72 something like that yeah i'm gonna pull it up like, we got the fact checker yeah <laughs> no but um, donald trump is 74 74 yeah so Jeez. and his presidency when he's 78 and what then he has what like a good 10 years left to live that's for. Crazy, <laughs> but um mm. john i i really want to come to canada for one for my secret project two because i realized you live in calgary which is near banff and has some amazing skiing and i went uh, to banff banff is beautiful bro nice um so i really want to come like for a week but obviously with this whole covid thing it's freaking but yeah this covid thing is wild man like we're like back back east like in toronto like they're now shutting back down again so like whoa wave number two because winter's coming up so they're like you were like allowed people in the restaurants and stuff now they're reducing capacity like even more yeah and then they're um like now you gotta take like all your information like if you go into a restaurant yeah it's crazy like i'm actually i went outside yesterday i went to tim hortons you know tim hortons yeah like I went there, like we have one right across the street. Mm-hmm. So you have to wear a mask when you go inside any building, any store, you have to wear a mask, right? Whoa. I pull up in this Tim Hortons. Yeah. First guy in front of me, no mask. Guy behind yeah. me, no mask. I'm like, bro, I'm out, bro. Like this is a COVID <laughs> like outbreak waiting to happen. You feel me? Bro, no like, one bro. in Sweden has a mask. Are you like, can you, can you imagine? I was sick and I did not have COVID. Yeah. I literally, I, I got freshers flu, tested, the test came delivered with the taxi, had to stick it in my throat, like, ah, in the back. Mm-hmm. Taxi came back, picked it up and like That's negative. Crazy. I was like, I was sick for nothing. Like, come bro, on. Bro, everyone wear a mask, bro. Everyone's outside. Like, I, I try not to wear, like, I, I try to go, like, to go to the park and stuff, like, to get yeah. some sun. I'm not worried if I go to the park because there's no one around. Yeah. But like when you're walking on the streets, so if I show you outside the window right now, you'll see like everyone is wearing like a mask. Like yeah. everyone. Because you, know yeah. I mean? you can't, yeah. you have to wear it if you're going to go in somewhere. Yeah. So, yeah. That's why it's weird being in Sweden because you don't really think of the virus in that way because it's crazy. not like really present. Oh, whoa. Last thing, John, before we mm-hmm. end, uh, I believe we had a battle about who was the best boyfriend. Mm-hmm. uh last week mm-hmm. um and yeah i bought my beloved girlfriend a 500 bucks uh, air purifier uh, i mean i'm glad that you care about her loans bro <laughs> like, <laughs> i mean <laughs> that's 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 nice that's nice i mean we got clean air so like i don't go worry about it and all that you stuff. think you got nah, clean air I got until still, bro. until like, you get no, but honestly, though, I bought it because of health reasons, because of, uh, yeah, we also have a jungle. I, I realized that it's not my place to lay out my girlfriend's health on the podcast. Fair. But as long as you know that I'm not crazy, obviously, like, but the thing is, like, it's really nice. I might do a review, a tech review on it. Get <laughs> what type is it? Electrolux, bro. Bro, do you know what's coming tomorrow in the mail? What that? My my Visa Infinite Metal 18 gram business card from Revolut. 
Oh, that's nice. That's so nice. my life dream of having <laughs> a personal metal black card that's and nice. a business black card metal is coming to life. <laughs> <laughs> that's fire, bro. That's fire. Revolut, they slowed down like operations in Canada. So like, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm with this other company as well. Yeah, but their 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 metal card is kind of ugly, so I'm not gonna get it until like I can get the Revolut one. Yeah, yeah. So that's a good look, though. Yeah, yeah, it that's is. But um, the only reason I'm saying we should end the podcast now is because if the file is too big, it's just a pain in the ass <laughs> to uh, send it to our editors, etc. Yeah, et fair, fair. <laughs> Bro, we'll link up, man. You already yeah. know what you. Yeah. Bro. Peeps, yeah. thanks for uh, thanks for listening. Oh, homies, we love well. you. Always. Bye. Later. Peace.